And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glover's Cast, the only podcast dedicated to table-topping Yeovil Town, who remain joined, as always, by Mr. David Coates. Good evening. Hopefully, internet uh, permitting, you can hear me loud and clear. And fresh off the bench this evening is former Glover's Cast quiz champion, Rob Manley. Welcome back, Rob. Hello, mate. How are you? Good evening. All good, mate. You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Like Dave, I'm also struggling with uh, Wi-Fi issues in Storm Ira or whatever it's called. But yeah, hanging in there, mate. Literally hanging on. If you... Literally hanging on, blowing out the window. <laughs> well, we won again at Hewish Park. Unbeaten still. Uh, a very pleasant afternoon. Dave, you were listening in, I think. Oh, I was listening to you, Ian. Yes, yes, you Ooh. and 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 don't tell me, uh, don't don't uh, suggest that we're related. Josh Perkins as well. He, I, I don't know what it was about you, Ian, but he, he wanted it to be very clear to all the listeners that the two of you were not related. It must have been five or six references in the first twenty minutes. You weren't related, so uh, yeah. <laughs> but then he did also say we're not related that I know of. Right. <laughs> it's like. You know, there could be some kind of genealogy going on there, couldn't there? Could be. There could well be. And Rob, you were in the main stand, weren't you, for this one? Yeah, it was a different one for us because um, the boy was mascot yesterday, so he was out mm. on the pitch. So it was a bit of a different, uh, a bit of a different Yeovil Town game day experience. But yeah, really good. It was a good day. Um, it was uh, it was busy. I tell you what, it's nice. Um, it was nice spending a bit of time in the supporters bar before as well, and that was rammed. Um, from about half past one onwards. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a good day. Who did he walk out with? Only one, Big Frank. I was trying to, uh, I, I was I was saying to him, you know, make sure you go and give Michael Smith a high five. Uh, go and say hello to, uh, to Michael Smith. Give Alex Whittle a, a nudge as well. But, yeah, it was always going to be Frank. He's his mate, isn't he? So, um, yeah, he walked out with Big Frank. The fan of the fullbacks, you, aren't you? Well, yeah. Well, fullbacks. You know, I, I did play a little bit of fullbacks. So you got to have a lot of respect for the fullbacks. Definitely, they uh, they they do a job for us, don't they? Both of them. Oh, they certainly do. They certainly do. They do. A, they they you do. Tell me, you job. played in goal, Rob. Well, I, I did a bit of everything. Me, Jack of all trades. <laughs> a little bit, little bit. A little bit of that. Yeah, I did have a stint in goal for a uh, normal air when I was uh, a bit younger. But there we go. You've seen me play five aside. Not sure I could do it anymore. Did you feel yeah, a little right. bit more investment in the game, knowing that your lad was um, was mascot? I mean, I'm not suggesting he would have been a scapegoat if things had gone south, Rob. But yeah. you know, did you did you feel more invested in it as a result? I, no, no, I don't. But um, I did, but it was great. It was nice. It was nice seeing it. it was it was great seeing him on the pitch. The bit I was most concerned about was, you know, they send the mascots down before the game to go and um, put a goal in in front of the Thatchers. Yeah. I just didn't want him to put his foot through it and stick it over the bar. 
And luckily, he took it right up until the six-yard box and then just leathered it in. So uh, it was all right. Took all the pressure off him. Bless him. But he Box loved it. He box. had a great day. They um, they looked after him as well. They did look after him. They get a good... Uh, there was plenty of them. But I tell you what, they do get a lot for their money. He walked out with a signed ball. We got, Frank had got on him. We'd, got, we'd given a shirt, a shirt. And Frank got the whole first team to sign it. So uh, he'd had a great day. And they looked after him. Bless him. Nice. He wasn't in the man of the match vote, was he? Uh, yeah, young yeah, man. Yeah. Ring yeah. endorsement for the mascot package. Exactly. Hey, yeah. down there. Well, let's get on to the game, shall we? Let's yeah. start with the lineups. <laughs> the uh, uh, surprise start with, um, well, not perhaps not a surprise start for Sam Pearson, but up front and through the middle, um, that was a, a bit of a surprise to see that. Yeah, I think it probably, uh, I mean, everything we'd seen of him previously um, had, had been in a, in a, a wider position, hadn't it? And I think, um, yeah, you, you, did, you did wonder what he was going to do. And I think Mark Cooper said in his post-match interview about nobody would have expected us to play him through the middle. I don't don't know where he played when he was at, um, he was at Wimbledon, but he certainly looked uh, plenty, well, sounded plenty comfortable and then looked plenty comfortable on what I saw on the, um, uh, on the highlights of him as well. Did he, was he as good as the highlights would have, would have suggested? He just seemed to be pulling him left, right and centre. He was definitely a nuisance, wasn't he, Ian? From what, he was, he was all over the place. First 20 minutes, he was, uh, he was lively for sure. Particularly if he hadn't had a, if he hasn't played a lot of football for a while as well. Um, he was, he was everywhere. He was ready to go. Definitely looked like he wanted to make a statement. Yeah, I thought so. The way he sort of almost took it upon himself at points to just get on the ball and make things happen. Um, I think there was a few sort of, there's a few things to be ironed out. Those relationships still not quite there, given that he only joined on Thursday. But yeah. if this is the start, you know, to see the way he linked up with Jordan Young and Sonny Blue and Frank Nubley at times, it was... Uh, yeah, I, I th we know we had a player when we signed him, yeah. but sort of backed it up again to see what he was able to do against Hemel yesterday. How yeah, many of those players would have been there when he was there the first time? Worthy, obviously. But yeah, not many. There not can't many. have been too many that he would have played with the previous time. I think it's Worthy, worthy Williams. It? Yeah, Worthy Williams, Williams, of course. Williams. Yeah, Williams, yeah. Yeah, Morgan no. Williams, but that... Probably it may be a bit of Will Dawes, a little bit in training, but mm. not many. No, no. So, like you say, he is basically just playing on zero relationships, or as much as you can do in a in a um, a couple of days, isn't he? So, yeah, very impressive. He didn't he didn't hang about, did he? No, he was lively for <laughs> no. sure. Like you said, Ian, he had, he had a couple of nice um, couple of nice interchanges with Jordan Young, didn't he? They had uh, they had the one chance where he sort of played a. Played like around the corner back into to Young and then Young just didn't quite get the ball across to Frank. But it's positive if he's got some of those little um, little moves in him already. Like you say, just going to get better and better. Indeed. And, and the first half, it was... I mean, Hemel just couldn't... It was a really windy day again at British Park and all their goal kicks were just going up. Uh, they tried to play out a little bit. By the time they'd done a little bit of knocking the ball around, it was very much, well, we need to lump this down. Yeah, we weren't really letting Hamill play out. And I don't know, I feel like that first half, we should have 
had more than the one, the way we were playing, the way we were knocking the ball around and just really dominated the possession. Uh, it, I don't know what your view was of it, Rob, but it really felt like we dominated. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we were we were completely completely in control. We had, I mean, looking at the highlights that came out yesterday, there were so many good chances. The guys could have had a hatful. You know, Pearson could have had a couple. Frank could have had a couple. Jordan had a good. Jordan Young had a few good chances. I mean, it could have been. Yeah, we could, we could have had three or four. And I think Mark Cooper said, didn't he, in his interview, that we should have been way clear come half time. I mean, we just pinned them in. They couldn't get out. The wind, the wind was against them. Um, and they just didn't deal with it very well. And we played well in the conditions. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, you've got to be able to make those chances and. The way that they were moving the football around, everybody gets involved. It was just great. It was just it's just a real it's real good to watch, and it really good to watch the fact they're making chances. Yeah, they might not be taking them all, but um, you know, it's great. Some of the football they played was superb again, particularly in, in hard conditions. Um, the keeper had a good the keeper had a good half for them. I'm sure we'll talk about his save in the second half, but he's uh, he had a good half. He kept the minute really, didn't he? Along with some of our finishing, their uh, their keeper didn't do too bad. What is it we think the uh, Hamill manager saw then if his post-match interview said that they dominated the first half? <laughs> what, did, what did they see? That, what did he well, see he, that he you guys said that we, He said that we dominated the first half. Oh, we dominate the first half. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. the second half, he felt like that they had the better of the second half, which yeah. I think um, he's grasping. I mean, they might have the better there, of the first. Yeah, first 10 minutes, maybe they had the better of it, but um, yeah, I think their tired leg came in. Dave, you've seen a goal. What are your thoughts on thoughts on the finish from Pearson in that first half? Oh, it's straight out the schoolyard, that isn't it? I think, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> Ian, Ian uh, suggested I was some kind of like. Well, I don't know what he was suggesting I was. Either some kind of Vic- medieval Victorian or something. For oh, yeah, it's just American. 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 Yeah, okay. the schoolyard. The schoolyard. soccer in the schoolyard. Yeah. Well, playground, man. The playground. I, I, I have to say, I have to say that I think that's, that comes from living up north. Because everyone goes to school here at high school. And I just can't get my head around high school. It's like school. Pri- you get a primary school, you get a secondary school. There's yeah. no high school. High school's in America. And everyone calls trousers pants as well up here. So maybe schoolyard. Maybe schoolyard is another northernism that has uh, infiltrated into my um, you know, psyche. But um, but yes, it, um, I, I mean, I, I thought it was a brilliant cross by, a brilliant ball in by Charlie Cooper as well. Um, you know, picked him out perfectly. And uh, yeah, he, uh, well, he, he obviously told you, um, you know, he, yeah, after the game, that that's his his trademark. He was saying that little uh, um, bitey, as he called it, didn't he? So uh, yeah, even yeah. someone of my even someone of my age knows what a bitey is. So uh, I'm not sure that was quite a full bitey. We when I was at school, we used to call it a pele, but I think that's probably um, uh, yeah, that probably shows my age as well. No, no, no one these days. I'm classing that as a scissor kick, like not quite a full bitey. It's like a scissor kick, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the cuts and grazes on his legs, though, if he's practising that on his schoolyard or playground. <laughs> yeah. He'll be covered in all sorts, poor old Sam. His mum must have hated him coming back from school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> holes, holes in his knees and everything, won't we? Literally. Yeah, holes in his trousers, all sorts going on. Yeah, yeah it was a great finish. And you're right, Dave, to call out, like, again, 
Charlie Cooper's ball into the box is perfect. Um, I think the lads did well as well to keep the ball alive because didn't it come in? Didn't didn't it come from a corner? And then they yeah. defended the corner, came back out. Jordan Young sort of recycled it back out to Charlie Cooper, who's who's fizzed the ball in, and then he's he's there in the right space to sort of sort it out and put it in the net. So again, they just they're very good at not letting not letting teams off the hook when we're up there. They don't let teams off the hook. They keep the ball, recycle it really well. Um, and yeah, great finish, great finish from the from Sam. Yeah, we had a couple of messages suggesting it was Morgan Williams's goal, which I I can see that they came from people on the the Thatcher's end, but I can I can see why people thought that because he was right in behind him, Morgan Williams. So I think if uh, yeah, even if Pearson hadn't um, got to it, then Morgan was there to uh, to make sure it did go in. But yeah, there were a couple of people who suggested to us that it was uh, Morgan Williams's goal, which from that angle I can understand. And as one way as it was in the first half, there was a um, a couple of good saves Joe Day had to make. He did have was called into action. There was one low down as um, Hemel came forward and he had to sort of dive down to his left to keep it out. And then we just about cleared our lines. But then there was one where there was a couple of saves and he never really managed to get hold of it. Uh, I don't think it was on the highlights, Rob, but do you remember that, that effort? I think it was sort of pinged from the edge of the box and he sort of, Never quite gets hold of the ball. Yeah, but didn't they? Um, was that? I I can't remember if it if it was on the highlights or not. But there was an incident where there was a little bit of pinball in our box, and I think we ended up we ended up passing it out of the box. And that was the one where Jordan Young had a break on with Pearson to his left. Uh, I think it was two on two, and um, the one of the Hemel defenders took the ball off him on the halfway line. But yeah, it was a bit bit messy at points in our in our in our goal mouth. But again, even with moments like that, mate, I don't. I don't ever feel concerned about how we defend our own box and how we get the ball out of our box because they're just uh, they they always look composed and they always look fairly under control even if it is a bit messy. Um, but yeah, we we did all right. I, I can't remember too many chances that they had in the first half. Like I said, they maybe caught us a couple of times on a break or a set piece or whatnot. Um, I, I did notice in the first half and the second that they did spend we did spend a lot of time keeping an eye on their number seven, that George Williams, and I know. Cooper's talked a lot about him, but they were they were very mindful about him. I think Whittle was always keeping an eye and the midfielders were always keeping an eye and Smith, if he had to switch sides, um, when he, I think he switched sides partway through the first half, Williams, and then Smith was all over him as well. So, um, yeah, they, they they had their moments, but nothing, I don't think, that really had us under any, any sort of stress, did they at all? No, no, it was quite a, uh, yeah, quite a comfortable first half but then second half we come out and it was all Hemel really the first sort of 10 15 minutes they put us under a lot of pressure Joe dared to make that good save with his feet yeah um third um, I think it was and um it was sort of we couldn't get ourselves out of our own half didn't help with the win though did it it didn't help with the wind. The wind, the wind was definitely playing a part of it. I mean, you could see from Joe's, um, from Joe Day's kicks, like normally he can clear the halfway line pretty convincingly, and those were hanging up, weren't they? And he just couldn't, couldn't quite get over the line, and it allowed Hemel to step up a little bit, I think, um, and press us a bit high. But again, even in that first 10, 15 minutes, I, I just, it's, it's strange to say it, but defensively, we're just so strong. Like again, never concerned about, about us. Um, about us being under the cosh for too long because the guys just deal with it. 
Um, I think it helps having people like Smith in there and Whittle again, fullbacks union and all that. But the centre halves, the whole the whole unit's just so solid. Um, they just dealt with it. They dealt with it. And yeah, it was messy at times. But um, again, I never felt under too much sort of strain from it. That must be yeah, a I lovely think There was that scene. moment. Sorry, Dave. The internet is really playing up here. I was going to say, I don't know whether it's moment, me, but... There's, there's... I said it on comms where it felt like we were going to have to be absolutely perfect. Through, through, absolutely perfect throughout that whole second half or just uh, or just that, that beginning just to stop them from getting that goal early. Mm. Sorry, the, the, the internet jumped about. We had to be perfect getting that ball through the Hamill press because they were yeah. pinning us back in the box. And then, as I said, we need to be perfect. It was when we just flicked it around the corners all the way through. And then there was that Jordan Young bombing forward into the box and he played it across and was charged down. That's but right. it's sort of once we did that, it felt like, oh, we're, we've got this now. And I don't think they really were able to keep us penned in as much as they had been. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, spot on. And I think, again, you know, that helps when you've got lads like Pearson, Young, um, Falston when he came on, uh, Sonny, like lads that are comfortable moving the ball at pace, and then lads down the sides that do have pace. Like Pearson was, uh, Pearson was rapid on those on those moments breaking forward, and it's great with it. You know, all good for Hemel to be able to come and push that ball high and press high, but. We can hit them on the break and obviously we can hurt teams um, and we hurt them a couple of times when we played it through and it gives them something to think about, right? Because they just can't chuck too many numbers forward um, in the fear of getting caught out. So again, yeah, it's just it's just good to see that not only we compose at the back, we deal with what's thrown at us, but then we're really quick to be able to turn it around and turn what is defence into attack nice and quick. Uh, just keeps teams, keeps teams on their toes, right? Yeah, there are a couple of occasions. Obviously, I was only listening to it, but but watching it on the highlights as well, where where I think there were two or three times where Jordan Young had obviously really good opportunities, and I don't know whether it just felt like on a couple of them he was maybe he, he had time to think about it a little bit um, more than it wasn't uh, being instinctive. There was the one where where he ran through and. <laughs> like we said last season about finishing it by just sticking your laces through it. Um, yeah. There were a couple of times where he just wondered whether whether he just needed to to do that and try maybe try not to be so intricate. But I mean, I I, I don't think we've got anything to worry about with any of our um, forward players as far as um, anything's concerned. But there th there were a, a good few opportunities. If that game had finished four nil, um, I don't think anybody really could have complained a great deal. Yeah, totally. No, I. He's just, I think he's just he's obviously he's earned he's earned the right this season to to take that ball on right and hold on to it. He hasn't he hasn't got to always be thinking about trying to get rid of it and and find that pass. And I think you just trust him that you know he'll he'll make he makes the right decisions the the majority of the time when he's on the ball. Um, yeah, he's he's obviously playing with confidence. He wants to he wants to get on the score sheet. He wants to help the team out. You know, maybe yeah, he could release the ball a little bit earlier a couple of times, but um, or even just know, hit it, just just to, yeah, you know, or, he had, or, even, or he even had just chances where he yeah. got the goal. Yeah, hundred percent. Like like Welling, like Welling away that goal yeah. that you know he's got it in his he's got it in his locker, yeah. hasn't he, to take yeah. one um in in open play. So yeah, I mean he um he maybe felt probably I would imagine he probably felt like he might have not had his his best game yesterday but every time he got on the ball they were worried about it 
Um, and that sometimes is half the battle that, you know, when he gets the ball, two of their players are thinking about doubling up on him and it makes space for everybody else. Um, but yeah, he did he, he did well. But again, I think um, I, I first half, uh, going back to the first half, there were a couple of times in the first half where um, where Charlie Cooper would would drop back in quite deep to pick up the ball um, and try and build the play from the from the back alongside the centre half. So I think in the second half, he played a little bit higher, which was great as well. I think that really helps. Um, and that helped the team when we did need to get out. Um, we had a num- we had the numbers moving forward up the pitch um, and it was good to see. And I think actually he had a really good second half yesterday um, and a decent first half, but second half, he really sort of helped drive the team forward, which was good. And he, he, he gives them a real nice sort of foundation to go and play um, players like Young and Pearson um, and Sonny and all those other ones going forward. He um, he had a really good second half. He did. And, and his second half was nearly ended quite abruptly in the Ooh, yeah. 65th minute with an awful tackle. Just really terrible. And yeah. honestly, at the time, I straight away, I thought, that's a red card. I mean, as quick as I said, that's a ref card, a red card. The referee pulled out his yellow card. The yellow was- card. <laughs> like straight away, I, I couldn't believe he came up with a yellow yeah. so quickly as well. Yeah. Just gave himself no time to think about it. It yeah. was a shocker of a tackle. And, yeah. and Mark Cooper was, I don't know if you noticed after the game, but Mark Cooper chatting to the referee, he didn't come, he didn't come round to the supporters and do give him the clap really because he was, yeah, he went off, yeah, livid at the ref and was really, you know, giving him a bit of an earful. But yeah, yeah I, awful. I, I thought the ref did all right yesterday as well. He was having a decent game. I thought he didn't do too bad, but that I just don't understand how you can be that close with no players in the way of your view and get that so wrong. Because even I know, like, there's loads of stills, isn't there? And the video's been shared, and people are sharing the stills on on the socials and that of the tackle when it looks terrible. Like he's gone both feet off the ball from a good he's meter off and the a half ground feet. before he's yeah. even started, didn't he? That's he what I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's in the air straight. immediately. Yeah. He is straight leg in the air, both feet off the ground. Ball's like his lead foot's gone over the ball. Yeah, his back foot might have might have taken the ball, but he's already hit Cooper. I just I just don't understand how the ref can get that so wrong from being that close with that view on it. It's absolutely mental that that wasn't a red. I mean, ridiculous. I, I wonder if it's like Ian says that he tries to make the decision straight away and he tries yeah, to cool. yeah he tries to immediately say yes I'm doing something about it because obviously some of our players are going towards his who who I think was a, a young player or that's how Mark Pierce uh, Mark Pearson Mark uh, Cooper described him after the game as a as, as a young player so I don't yeah. know whether he's trying to defuse it by by showing something but in you know in a way probably um. Uh, yeah, did did even work, but he. I noticed um, somebody on on social media say he didn't. Because um, I think there might have been a linesman in the vicinity as well. So and he there didn't. Was. Yeah, he didn't didn't talk to him. He didn't. He was just like straight out with the yellow cards. I, I wonder if he just made the decision too quickly to give him a yellow card, thinking that that would help. And obviously, um, maybe if he thought about it for a second or two more, it. Um, it, it it would have been a red because yeah I mean I've only seen it on the video but it, it looked an absolute shocker. Yeah, yeah. Even at full speed, I think. Even at full speed, you could see that oh, like, yeah. you don't need to see it slowed down and stills. It was. Yeah. yeah, and they both went in for the ball, but he just yeah he just well yeah. over the top. 
problem was Cooper Thanks. played the ball. Cooper played the played the ball and played the tackle on the floor. It was almost like it was going to be like an, like an impact tackle, almost like you know, like almost like a drop ball sort of instance where the two players come together. The problem was Matey took off two meters away from him and tried flying into him. Um, you could see it from the main stand. I mean, yeah. it was everybody sort of around us in the main stand, which was the other side of the pitch from where it happened. Everybody saw instantly that it was a, it was a bad one, uh, and everyone reacted. So, I mean, in real time, like you say it was just as bad as it looks even in those stills it was terrible yeah yeah and it was it did get a bit spicy it was a bit spicy throughout the game really wasn't it one and um one and their striker were having a bit of a set two all through the first half as well like there was there was definitely a bit of needle in it and i guess when you um when you hear what how they celebrated the the first game at the start of the season uh, i mean we were we were up there weren't we and watching that one and you were on the radio and we were in the we were in the terrace but and there was definitely an edge to that after that game where they they sort of celebrated it like it was their cup final. Um, so I think there was definitely a bit of needle in there. Yeah. Can I just say, Kawimbe, yeah, wasn't it, the the young lad? Was it Kawimbe? Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think Mark Cooper said he was 17-year-old. Yeah. 17. Um, yeah. yeah. Can, and can I think I just... his, his argument was as well that it's like, an education piece, but not only for like the referee at this level, but also players at that age. Yeah. You know, it's, they need to learn that they can't get away with tackles like that. So yeah. like, thankfully for Charlie, there's no harm. And like, I know he went off with a, I think it was a hamstring towards the end of the game, but yeah, carried on playing. And I think that sort of, when that goal, when the second goal comes just after that, I think you see some of that, uh, some of that spice come out. I don't know if you've seen the way Frank Nuble <laughs> celebrated after, um, yeah. after it went in, taking the ball and throwing it away, and yeah, having a couple of words with the Hemel defenders. Uh, yeah, that goal sort of came at a really good time. I thought. Yeah, agreed, agreed. It it felt like it needed a second goal just to sort of tie it down and and sort it out, didn't it? It felt like it needed that second goal. Um, yeah, Frank definitely enjoyed it. He definitely enjoyed that one. Um, and it was a good strike, wasn't it? It was it was a good strike. I know it obviously took a real heavy deflection, but it, I feel like it needed something probably to get past the keeper because the keeper was having a good second half. He made a few good saves before that from a couple of different ones. Um, but look, I get it's great. Pearson again, full of confidence, obviously, with that first goal. Just great that he was he was on his toes to take that sort of snapshot. And and what happened happened, regardless of a deflection, it was on target. Keeper was gonna have to save it. Um, and lucky for us, it, it went the other way from the keeper. Whose goal is that then, Rob? Pearson's definitely. He's got to have a brace in his debut. I think as it's on target, it's hit the defender. He can have it. I think it was going off target and goes in. Then definitely an own goal. It's it's not it's not as um it's not as it's not as dodgy as the dubious goals panel on Adi Yusuf's back get back against Weymouth <laughs> that time. That was no. definitely an oggy. Um, no, yeah. This one definitely was Pearson's. Do you not think the keeper was going to stop it? I I, I how reckon. Do you, how like... do you know, Dave? How huh? do you know? How do you know he was going to save it? Well, well, I mean, the the, the it might he, have gone he was, through his hands. Well, well, it was going straight at him, wasn't it? <laughs> Did you look I, where he's positioned and where that I, shot's going? I, I, I well, saw a shot go straight at Rob Bandy last Tuesday, and it <laughs> went through him. Well, he just told me he was a fullback. It. He just told us he was a fullback. I'm not surprised. Playing a fullback <laughs> in goal. What are you doing? <laughs> Five aside goalie and eleven aside out on pitch. That's what people would tell you about. <laughs> But yeah, I think I jumped over that one. I'm I'm 40 now. I can't get down like I used to get down on some of them. Yeah. 
Rob, is there is there any truth in the fact that um that your lad suggested that to Frank? Suggested a bit of the old pre-powdery? Oh, is he was true? giving him a bit. Yeah, he was he was giving him a bit before. He's I think he told him, make sure you step on a few toes, Frank, when you're up there. One <laughs> centre half step, step on a few toes, yeah. poke them, do a bit of pinching and all sorts. Yeah, all the good <laughs> stuff. You should see what we teach him at Westlands under tens. I've got him doing it as well. It's a nightmare. <laughs> No, it was. Um, I, I love all that because it shows you how. I think part of that it shows you how much it means to him, and like yeah. Frank's Frank, Frank loves it. I think he he you know he loves he loves being in this team because he he is like I think you guys mentioned it the other week, didn't you, about leaders and stuff. But he is proper like he's like the leader on a pitch when he's one of them, and he loves giving them a bit. So yeah, he's uh, it just shows you the the team spirit between the guys, isn't it? That one you get a team that's trying to put the put the kick on us a little bit. We we stand up to it, and it's great. I, I really like it. It's good to have that in our game. And you know, I'll say the same about Pearson as well. He's he's got a little bit of that too. He doesn't take no for an answer. He's a bit of a you know he puts himself about. I, I remember the game where he played against Barnet and had, had the good sort of battle and tussle with Gorman. You know, we've we've got it all over the pitch. I think we're happy to get dirty when we have to, and and I I don't mind a bit of that. It's good. Yeah, you asked uh, Mark Cooper about that after the game, didn't you, Ian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he said, um, you know, it's to to the teams that win stuff have to have that about them. And, you know, I I think when you look back at the team that won the conference, you know, that had Darren Way kicking people in it and Colin Miles yeah. and Skivo and those sorts of players who were up for a battle. Um, yeah, and I think the bit I noticed it in the first half, I think it was after Wannell had got a whack in the face yeah. from Mitford, and um, mm. and then he goes in, I think a bit, uh, goes in for a bit of a tackle on someone, and Frank is there, and he's yeah. then going in all you know fairly and within the laws of the game, but there's just that added bite and that added edge to it, um, when you know you can see that when a player when they feel like someone's gone for someone that. They're quite happy to have their own go at the the person as well. So, yeah, it is it is nice to see that spirit, especially after last year when players oh, just absolutely geez. folded under anything. Just wimps, weren't they? They were just wimps last year. We were like we were, we were bar bar two or three. We were wimps. It was it was one of the hardest things to to watch. I think about last year was just the amount of the amount of sort of no bottle that team had. You know, something goes wrong and every, everybody's heads dropped. Everything went down. No one wanted to scrap. Um, whereas this year, that's one thing, you know, one, one thing on top of many, many other things that we haven't had for a while that we've got this season. So, yeah, enjoy it while we've got it because it's great. I, lo- I love I love having a team that no one else likes. It's brilliant. It's what you want, isn't it? Because you know you're doing something right if you're upsetting everybody else. Whimpery not allowed, eh? No whimpery allowed playing for YTFC. We've seen too much whimpery. I wonder if that's a word. I'm going to check the dictionary on that one, see if that is a word, whimpery. If it's not, it should be. I'm sure, I'm sure we've had plenty of words that aren't words on this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jake Hyde, uh, how did that header not go in, Dave? You were there, mate. And and, and what, do, what do I know about scoring uh, scoring goals? I've already uh, awarded uh, Sam Pearson's second one to an own goal. So, um, uh, But yeah, it was... Um, I, I don't know whether he because he heads it down, doesn't he? He heads it down. Great and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, great yeah, header. Great header. Every, everything you'd want him to do, that any everything you'd want him to do in that position, he's done. He's headed it down. He's headed it at pace. He's headed it in front of the keeper, so it bounces up. It's just a great save, isn't it? Sometimes you just have to say that's a quality save. And their keeper, 
we said it before we said it at the Hemel game like he was a decent he was real good at the Hemel game he sort of he, he I know we we screwed up for their goal but he kept them in it with a number of saves and you know taking everything in the air and whatnot and then he didn't do much different and put didn't put too much wrong yesterday and and that save sort of topped it off for him it was a cracking save um, he got down really well for it. My friend next to me, Tone, told me it, looked, it reminded him of the Gordon Banks save against Pele. Not quite sure it was that great. <laughs> wow. not, quite, not sure it was quite good as that. But, um, you know, the header, the header down into the ground, the bounce off the floor, the little tip it over onto the bar. Like, it was a, Yeah, a little tip up. It was cracking. It was a good save. Like, fair play to him. That's one thing I'm not looking I'm, I am looking forward to, actually, is we don't have to play that keeper again, hopefully, next season. Because he is decent. Yeah, I don't know how he's National League South, really. I think we've seen, you know... We've seen keepers of that standard in the league above for sure. Yeah, definitely. And we've seen keepers in the league above completely the te- the worst standard than him as well, right? Um, yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was decent, real real decent keeper to be fair. But yeah, it was a great save, hell of a header, good header. Felt sorry for Heidi because he obviously he picked up his injury pretty soon after he came on, right? And it would have been great for him to have got that goal because. He hasn't let us down. I don't think every time he's come on, he he always he always puts himself about, puts a shift about. He deserves his goals when he gets his chances. Um, so yeah, real unfortunate that keeper pulled off a blinder, uh, and then obviously he's done his done his calf after that, hasn't he? Yeah, and it sounds like he yeah. might be missing for a little while as well. Again, from yeah. what Mark Cooper was saying. Yeah, real shame for him because he's to be fair, like he's but he's had real he's had a bit of a stop start and he's he's he had a bit of run he had a good run of form chippenham talkie away um some of those games he just he, he hasn't really had a chance to sort of have a proper run in the team yet has he you know due to the fact he's had a few injuries and you know we've got murphy and frank who have been scoring some goals as well so he could do have a bit of luck um jake hyde but yeah he, yeah feel sorry for feel sorry for him picking up that little knock hopefully it's not for too long because we do miss him when he's not about i think he's he offers us something off the bench Yeah, he does. I mean, I wonder if <clears throat> I wonder if he's ever going to get that run the way that the way the four players are playing yeah. at the moment. Yeah, it just feels like there's you know where where does he where's he going to fit in? You know, and I I, I didn't his injury I didn't notice anything happen particularly. It felt no. like a bit of a an innocuous one, nothing obvious. Um, so you know, I wonder, you know. Was he prepped right? Did he warm up right? You know, there's all these sort of questions about, you know, I think as as the managers questioned uh, Jordan Stevens when Jordan Stevens has done his hamstring shortly after coming on, I think the same questions will probably be um, asked in that situation because it was, yeah. I mean, fair play to him if he he, he was pretty much a uh, one-legged for the rest of the game. Mm. Um, didn't really move about a lot and didn't you know, wasn't able to really get on the ball, um, but he 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 stuck it out. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, one one to see for what happens. Um, but a job well done. Come yeah. the end, very professional job. Three points, two nil. Happy days, no complaints. The uh, Dave, I think you put on the match board that the juggernaut rolls on. There you go. The juggernaut rolls on. The, the, my positivity is growing, isn't it? Yeah. Do you believe yet? I'm not quite a believer yet, but um, you're not going to yeah. say it. Are you? Did you I've do seen... you like that? I was, I was asked very early by Richard Hoskins on BBC at the weekend. Uh, 
that it's just a matter of time, I think his question was. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. is, the league's over, isn't it? I I, um, I, I, I sent you the uh, the the sort of like closed eye emoji, didn't I? Of uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not I wasn't happy about that, to be honest with you. The gods <laughs> of fate. If the gods of fate conspire against us, I'm holding you single handedly responsible for it. So um yeah, no, it's uh I, I do get I do get the butterflies, but then I have to calm myself down again. So uh, yeah, I'm I'll be there live and in person, hopefully next weekend. So maybe maybe if I see a W um, live and in person, then I'll uh, maybe maybe I'll I'll start to believe. Have you got the it's butterflies, def- Rob? Uh, I can't. I just I just can't see us. I just can't see this team throwing away or giving away a five game swing. I, I, do you see us going on five games without a win? I don't. Like I think they're too, there's they're too good. They're too good all over the pitch. Whether it's defensively in midfield or attack, like we're levels we're levels above most teams we play. And I think if they just keep ticking over, we'll be fine. Like again, it's funny, isn't it? Like during the during the second half yesterday, there was a bit of murmurings again as you get in the main stand behind the dugout of, you know sitting too deep and moaning that we weren't getting the ball up forward quick enough and that we were we were dropping off a little bit and uh, we're so good defensively like we're so good defending our own box I think the, I think they take a huge amount of pride from keeping out from just keeping teams at arm's length the whole game and that's all Hemel were they were at arm's length and yeah at points it looked a bit messy but we just look so in control like defensively we're so strong and I just don't see us conceding many goals and I think if you're a team that don't concede goals, you always give yourself a chance to win games. So I just can't see us. I just can't see us giving away a five-game swing. They're just they're, the team's too good. It's too good. Albeit a couple of injuries in the wrong places, you know, might level it up. But I just think we're too strong. Too strong for this league. Um, with a bit of luck, we'll be all right. I'm sure there'll be some twists and turns. We're not going to have it all our own way. But um, yeah, it's exciting, right? Luca's already telling me that he's he's. Um, He's pitch invading at, at Torquay after we win the league on that day. So we'll see what happens. There you go. Stuart's already got his card marked. Yeah, right? already. Yeah, watch out. He says, I'm not be the, I won't be the first one, Dad. But as soon as I see someone go, I'm off. <laughs> It'll be you. You'll right, be the mate. first one on. Yeah, no worries. You'll be following me on then. <laughs> uh, right. We're meant to be playing Truro on Tuesday. Um, On a scale of one to seven, how likely do you think this one is to be on? I think it's probably matched by the reliability of our respective intranets, isn't it? Um, yeah. uh, what it's going to be, yeah. Given that uh, I don't think, I mean, Truro, that it's a, it's a, it's a proper pitch, isn't it? Because it's the Plymouth Parkway um, pitch, which I seem to remember showing signs of wear and tear when we played them in the summer. But um, yeah, um, I think given storm and any storm with a name is dangerous, isn't it? So, um, so this one looks like it's going to bring a whole heap of rain. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not mon- well, today as you're listening to it, maybe not Monday, but Tuesday looks like it's going to be a bucketing it down. Yeah, we've just been, uh, we've been up to the, uh, we've been up to Hewish Park tonight with the old um, Frank Nubley Academy for Luca and had a chat with Sonny and Frank afterwards. And they were, uh, they were quietly confident it was going to be on, but I think they were, um, you know they were, they they weren't a hundred percent sure. Let's say that, but um, hopefully it'll be on. Hopefully it'll be on. Is it streamed? Is it on the National League stream if it's on? Can we yeah. stream it? Yeah, yeah. On a on yeah. a midweek, any midweek game is streamed. So yeah, yeah. Hope, hope, hopefully it's on. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I didn't go down there at preseason, so I don't know too much about what the pitch is like. But um, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we get the brunt of it, all the worst of it over. We can go and get a game of football on down there. Yeah, no, yeah, and I wonder where. Future. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, Mark Cooper said as well he's hoping to have re- possibly have Reese Murphy back um, in time for that one. But I wonder whether you, if the pitch is a bit ropey, whether you take the risk and just save him up for the next one. I think he said Michael Smith was carrying a bit of a knock as well, but would play yeah, through. Yeah, Cooper Same came off as well, didn't he? Cooper came off injured. They've got, he's, you know, there's a couple that came off sort of walking wounded, didn't there? Yeah, yeah. But got the depth. Not a big squad, but you can move move people around. Like Falston came on, didn't he? And was sort of left wing. Mm-hmm. Um for a little bit as yeah. well, and Dylan Morgan as well, and then Sammy yeah. moved back into like that deeper centre midfield role. Um, yeah, it's weird to feel. Yeah, we might have a couple of players out injured, but more than enough there to come in and make a difference. Still got Sendles White to come back, haven't we? Sendles White was wasn't in the squad; he was there on Saturday, but not named on the bench. So he, you know, he could come in and do a job if have to as well. Josh, out it's justice for Josh. Justice for Josh. Not put a foot wrong yet, Josh, hasn't he? Hard done by not getting in that side. No, but I'd be, disappoint- I'd be disappointed to see him now, the way Charlie Cooper's been playing and Sonny's yeah, been and playing. Yeah, and Sonny and Worthy, 100%. 100%. Right. Should we take some questions? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Dan Howell would like to know uh, your favourite YTFC announcement video this season. I can't remember any except for the last one, which I totally missed a reference on, apparently. So um, I haven't watched... Uh, it not, I don't know if it was a salt burn reference, but I haven't watched it. So I, I, didn't, I didn't get that one uh, whatsoever. But I I'm trying to remember any of the others. The Sunny Blue one was quite good, wasn't it? Sunny, Sunny Blue was quite good when they had uh, Mr. Chairman walking into the James Bond theme interview and then sitting on the deck chair with the paper. That was quite good. Yeah, uh, the oh, Love Actually yeah. one as well. Jake Wannell and uh, Jay Falston. Oh, yeah. yeah that was good. Yeah, yeah that was good, actually. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Dan also asks, uh, or, I bumped into Ross Stern at Centre Parks last weekend. Uh, where's the strangest place you've bumped into a footballer? Oh, fuck I, I'm not... Uh, uh, when we say bumped into, does that mean... You actually have to make contact with him or speak to them or I mean if Dan did make contact uh, he definitely hit the deck you think yeah. Ross Stern that is <laughs> yeah I I don't know who Ross Stern is he's Ro- oh Ross Stern from Taunton the bold guy who oh that the pantomime guy, yeah. villain was, on, he, on was he doing step overs yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I uh I, I saw um Gary Flickcroft at the top of the Empire State Building once do you remember him play for Man City I think Years ago that now. Is, that, yeah, that is a very strange one. Yeah, Gary yeah. off to the top of the empire. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Gary Flickoff would have just been happy that someone recognised him, I reckon. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He didn't recognise <laughs> me, so, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, sat next I, to, um, I, I bumped into, um, I bumped into Gary Johnson and his assistant in a harvester in Torquay over Christmas. That was quite interesting. He was sat right <laughs> behind me and I didn't realise until he got up. I just remember sat down with the family eating our tea and I was listening to two chaps behind me talking about Torquay and I thought these two are Torquay fans. So when I had a little look round, I saw it was Gary Johnson stepping up. 
Do you not recognise that voice? What a talky like, fan he is as well. He's more yeah. of a fan than some of the fans, Gary. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the positive fans, not the negative fans. Yeah. But he keeps talking about that was quite interesting. And I remember having a I remember I remember having a few beers in Porter's Black in Yeovil a few years ago when that was open and going up into the going up to the, the Urinals up there and being stuck in between Gavin Williams and Kirk Jackson. And I didn't realise who it was until I um looked at either side. That was quite fun. Uh, I bumped into Andy Carroll, Andy Carroll, and Kevin Nolan at the other stage watching the Kaiser Chiefs at Glastonbury uh, one year. Nice, and that was just after Andy Carroll had moved to Liverpool as well, so he was worth a bit of money then. Um, and when we were when when I was a kid, we went to um, ah, it's called I think it was called Brewsters then. It was the Charlie Chalk Fun Factory, (laughs) and and. uh, Bumped into Terry Skiverton and Kirk Jackson having having a dinner. There you go. Did you go. Uh, did Kevin Nolan do the uh, do the chicken dance there on the other stage, or, or was he was he just playing it no, cool? He didn't. Uh, so I noticed it was Andy Carroll. Asked for a picture, and then and loads of people noticed it was Andy Carroll, and he they quickly scarfed. Right. Okay. Did no one notice it was Kevin Nolan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no, right, yeah. they didn't. No. Yeah. That's weird. Andy Carroll's trending on Twitter right now. Um, <laughs> Maybe people are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. the influence you guys have, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, off the line blog says, uh, when YTFC are in the National League next year, what one area of the team do you think Town should strengthen in? I think we, Good question. We, we, we need um, someone in the middle of the fence, don't we? Obviously, Williams and Wano are fantastic, but... Um, it's basically just the two of them, isn't it? That are, that are natural um, sort of uh, central defenders, I think. So I think there needs to be more done. Uh, obviously, if Joe Day isn't sticking around, then a goalkeeper is going to be a massive um, requirement as well, I would think. So, uh, yeah. yeah. right, A right back as well. A right back, I think. Someone to back up to, to Michael Smith for next season would be good because we're a bit light there. If he goes down with a knock, and we? We're a bit short because you end up having to move somebody else out of position to then fill that one. So I think a right back would be one. And, and maybe, maybe a striker, depending on what happens to Hyde or um, or Murphy next season as we go up. I don't know what length of deals those two are on, but um, potentially another striker, maybe. Yeah. And um, you, you you look at... I don't know. I was having this conversation with someone the other day and saying, because the, the, I always bring myself back to the fact that we are playing at the level that we're playing at. And you have to try and remember. Um, I, I know it's it. there were a lot of factors behind um, Jordan Young not getting the goals um, last season, like he has done this season. And, and um, you know, his, his ability is probably not, not one of the overriding factors, but He's obviously looked a complete cut above um, in this in this division, and I do look at our um, attacking line, and you think to yourself, in National League Premier, how many of them would be getting you, let's say, ten goals a season? And I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't think. Although I, I can, I agree with what Rob said about Jay doesn't let us down, but I think. Um, his in- injury record will, will, may well count against yeah. him there. Frank New yeah. play. I think Frank at a higher level. He, he scored a couple for Torquay, didn't he? he? He might be like a sort of 
four, five. But if there's nobody there, possible exception of Murphy, but his 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 form all depends on his fitness, doesn't it? But um, as you know, as does uh, as does Hyde. But there's no one there that you think they're going to get you. 15 goals a season or you're going to have two or three like we've got this season who are going to get you um, 10 goals a season. I mean, Sam Pearson, who knows? He might be the one, mightn't he? Because um, uh, he, he he certainly um, showed enough on Saturday to suggest that he could tear it up at this level and then um, go on to high level. But that's what we keep saying when we're making these signings, isn't it? It's a, it's about looking to that um, that next uh, that next stage and plays that, that that can play higher than the level we're at. So, yeah, I mean, Ollie Thomas. I know everybody we, we spoke about him. But everyone really liked him when um uh, when 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 he was here with us. You you do feel that there needs to be that um a different a, a different kind of striker. Even though you know we're blessed with goals this season. Yeah, from 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 everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Point well made. To be fair, I def- I, you, you definitely look about look at trying to strengthen the top of the pitch at least with one player for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Jordan Young going back up into the national league. I think he'll be a different player because he's in a different yeah. side. He's in a side yeah. that is now front footed, playing with a bit of confidence. Whereas last year, like we said before, he was in a team full of wimps. So yeah. you know it was a real tough one for him to stand up. I think Pearson will get you goals at that level for sure. Um, I think Young will get you goals at that level for sure. But I do think you probably would need another centre forward. I mean, everyone keeps. Um, the lad that's the lad that's scoring all the goals for Worthing at the minute, you know, mm. someone going to take a punt on him at one point. He scored a bag for in the last three or four seasons at this level, you know, someone like that come up with you and um, act as that sort of fox in the box type striker. Not sure. It'd be interesting to see what we do, but we're definitely need to strengthen across the pitch. I think. Yeah, I think the other thing about Jordan Young is that he's more confident, isn't he? Yeah, you could tell. Like yeah. when when he when he got yeah. that goal, when he got that goal or the first goal that he got, you could you say and. He, I think he celebrates every goal like uh, it's a massive release or relief to him, doesn't it? Because yeah, he, um, you know, he really, um, he really enjoys him. But, but yeah, I think his confident young player like that is always going to rely a lot on confidence, aren't they? And um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I can't blame anybody for having confidence kicked out of him last season. Callum Hallett uh, would like to know what player that has played for Yeovil. Would you put under the streets won't forget category? Personally, it would be Jack Compton. Uh, what is meant by a... that? I do not know what that means. Is it? Is, is it? Streets... So, some, some, somebody so, you people people will forget. There's a reply. But... Hang on. Oh, well. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's um, uh, a player who's well remembered and good, but when but never went on to do anything much after is what Craig McCann has defined as the streets okay. won't forget player. So that great for helpful. Oval, but didn't do a lot after leaving. Great for Oval, did nothing anywhere else. Artos Tarachowski. Hugo Rodriguez. Hugo. Went on to be a uh, a bank manager in <laughs> in Portugal, Hugo Rodriguez. Big, big, big in the banking sector in Portugal, but nothing yeah. else on a football pitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good one, is it? Some names yeah. for you. I think someone uh, chucked in JP Kalala, didn't they? That's he, great he, he that's didn't, a great he didn't do anything afterwards. He went to Bristol Rovers instead. So good old JP. Then he came back again, didn't he? Did he? He might have done uh, yeah. He did come back. Yeah, he did come back. That's right. The streets forgot him oh, the second time he came around, though. <laughs> 
Hewish Hugh says, given one can see Cornwall from Bolitho Park, uh, is Ian doing Truro away? Or would being so near, but yet so far, make him cry too much? Uh, I'm not doing Truro away, because I've got five aside on Tuesday. Or six aside, if we get enough numbers. We did discuss it, but then um, but then you, you did throw the, the Tuesday five aside in. So I think, yeah, I think I've put my hand up for that as well. So no, we can't go. No. Do you play, do you play this five have... aside indoors? Yes. Right, yeah, because if it's outdoors, you ain't playing either, are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, unless the roof gets blown off. Yeah, yeah, stop ruled out. We need a better football <laughs> this week, though. By the way, I know it's off topic, but that football we played with it was like a flipping sponge. It's an indoor ball, Rob. Oh. Play with sponge footballs. Honestly, I, 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 whether it was my, I'm blaming my touch on the football. It was a terrible football. It was flipping. It was, yeah, it was like a sponge. It was horrible. But hey, it's we'll it. do what we have to. It's it. It's a football for indoor football, Rob. You can't. Are use they not other. actually sponges? Those balls, if they're the it's ones like I think. It just reminded me of a massive tennis ball. They are a big tennis ball, but they're. <laughs> are you sure you're playing the ball. right game, Rob? Nah, it was horrible, mate. It was horrible. <laughs> they're honestly. a bit more expensive than those tennis balls you get on the beach at Newquay. All right, right. I'll bring a size four just in case. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Martin Lucas says has anyone seen in any other game that a team who are 2-0 down in a league fixture at this stage of the season where the team that are trailing send the keeper up for corners in the 90th minute I thought that was quite funny actually he is their best player though their keeper was their their best player so they were trying to get money where they could I reckon come the end he was the only one that was going to squat that whole team fair point fair point it was odd, though. It was odd. It's always one of those, yeah, one of those where you want your, you just want to get the ball out really quick and go and capitalize on it. But yeah, the fact yeah. that he came up again as well, just it twice, if it was, yeah, twice. if it was one nil, you'd get it. But at two, hmm. yeah, I reckon that keeper does what he wants. They keep him happy just to keep him there. Yeah, uh, Mike Hudson. Uh, asks after Sam Pearson's performance yesterday in his debut, kind of at least debut as permanent signing. What other players come to mind when you think of memorable debuts at the club? Danny Rodriguez. Is that his debut? That was his. That was his debut, wasn't it? I'm sure the bicycle kick. I was going to chuck in Sam Winston. Do you remember him? Sam Winston. Yes, Sam Winston, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he scored an absolute, like, took on about he did. eight different players on his debut. Was that the only goal he scored for us as well? It might have been. I can't remember if he scored many or not, but yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, Sam Winston. Yeah. Sorry if I, I didn't answer the previous question. I had to... <laughs> Ian knows what's happened here. I forgot to plug my laptop in again. I had to, um, <laughs> I had to run and get my charger. I nearly impaled myself on a on a um, a close error. So, um, but I'm here and I'm alive. So, thank goodness for that. You thank haven't got goodness. your camera on, so you wouldn't have been able to tell if you'd impaled. No, yourself, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of uh, any other debuts though. Can you, Danny no, Rodriguez? Can I? Not any real memorable I mean, I... ones. I remember Pablo Bastianini's uh, when he was on trial and is is in pre-season and uh, yeah. he looked very good yeah. and then we was signed it... him and then he was very bad. Did we play someone like West Ham in a friendly and he was... Uh... Yeah. yeah, was it West Ham? Yeah. And it, it was, was, it was like Prime Maradona. 
Yeah. Maradona after all the cocaine and uh, yeah. hookers. Yeah. Alcohol and hookers, yeah. yeah. Bless him. Uh, almost pro pilot would like to know if we think the attack needs more strengthening. Well, did you start? I kind of discussed that. Not right but... now. Yeah, not, not right, right not, now. Not, not right but now at this level. For next season. Uh, when does Will Buse come back from Bath? He's broken his hand, so he's maybe maybe already back from Bath. He's in the gym. He's in the gym every day. Was he? I see him in. I see him in. Um... I see him at Pure Gym three times a week in there. Yeah, he's always in there. He was in there with Lewis Williams the other day as well. They're still knocking about. He definitely Rob's has his fingers. Rob showing off his gym routine here. Three times a yeah. week he's oh, in the yeah. gym. Yeah, three times yeah. a week manly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 40 minutes, yeah. Two showers, all sorts, yeah. In the gym for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's got his fingers strapped up, but he definitely is working out in there. But um, I, we don't need him back, do we, at the minute? Let him, let him, let him stay at Bath. He's obviously got a good reputation there. The manager likes him. When he's fit, let him play. The more games he can play, the better. It will help him and it will help us long term. Uh, Mr. Propiler also asks, when does Lewis Williams come back from his loan spell? So, <laughs> Lewis Williams will not come back from his loan spell. As we understand it, he is no longer at the club. He was released um, by the club quite a while ago, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's been gone for a while, I think. Yes. Mm. Yeah, Rob will ask him in the gym next time. Yeah, I'll have a chat with him. I'll have a chat with him Monday. Yeah, in the shower. Oi, oi. Um, duh, 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 duh. John Soros, this bloke behind me, was overheard saying that he was glad Cooper went off injured, as it was the only good thing he'd done all match. What's the most ridiculous take you've heard about YTFC, and why do you think Charlie Cooper is disliked by so many fans? I don't think he is disliked by that many fans. I think there's just a very vocal minority. Who make it, uh, make it clear that they're not that sure about him. But uh... he's always going to get it because he's the he's the blooming manager's son, isn't he? Bless him. Yeah. I think he's he's another one of those players that you you only realise what the role he did for us once he's no longer doing it and once he's no longer there. It's it's like Dale Gorman, isn't it? Like we missed him so much last season. Gorman, Cooper's the same. I think there are moments when you do think to himself. When you do think you don't need to drop in and pick that ball up from your centre halves, Charlie. Like just go get ten yards further up the pitch and let us step up and let the centre halves deal with it. But I'd rather have him in my team than not because he puts his foot in, he works so hard. Like, yeah, he's he's decent. He's a good player for us. He does a good job. We haven't got many like him, so I don't get it. I don't get it. But Yeovil fans can be odd like that sometimes, can't they? Like playing devil's advocate, because there'll be people screaming at their radios now, I'm sure. But when Charlie Cooper wasn't there, we did. That was the majority of our 14-game unbeaten run, I think, without Charlie Cooper. Yeah, fair point. Uh, I guess we've just gone on a five-game winning run as well with him in the yeah. team too, right? So, I, don't I mean, think... I think the things like... <clears throat> I mean, you, he's more than just two deliveries, isn't he? But the quality that he's capable of coming up with... and. I do see why people get frustrated at him because he does. Um, he, I think when we talk about control, uh, controlling the game, he, for me, is the one who controls the game. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm the first person who's like, get it forward, Yeovil, yeah. And, you know, get it to Pearson or Jordan Young or whatever. Let him run at people. I love all of that. Um, yeah. But there are sometimes when you do need to play a ball sideways, play a ball backwards, and I'll be the first one to go, you know, 
get frustrated inside. But that's what you need um, yeah. some, some, sometimes, and, and, and he does that. But I'd also say, you look at the quality of that ball that he put in for Sam Pearson on Saturday, you look at the quality of that free kick he put in for um, Morgan Williams up at Bath, there's no doubt that he's got quality um, going forward. And I uh, I angered a uh, a fan behind me who was the anti uh, at Wrexham, is the anti Charlie Cooper brigade, and um, was shouting every time Cooper did something wrong, and I was shouting twice as loud every time he did something right. So uh, yeah, <laughs> good on you. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I agree. So, like when teams come and they sit on their eighteen yard box and they put ten men behind the ball, there's no hope. No, there's no help just hoofing it forward, right? But I think what, what they do do when they are patient, when they do control it, they have to try and draw teams out. And sometimes when those strikers or midfielders have to come and press and we do keep the ball a little bit deeper, then it does make spaces. And you see people like Smith and, and Whittle begin to be able to overload on the wings um, and probably Cooper sort of dropping in or picking up the ball and playing it sideways and, and a little bit backwards. It makes those spaces because it can draw teams out. Um, it's just a tactic that they use and they use it well when it's needed. Like, I, I, I see no issue with it. Well said. Thank you. Okay. I think there's... Is there any on Facebook, Dave? I oh. put it open, but it just uh, looks to be a conversation more than anything. Yeah, there was a... There, the there, ones there, on Facebook. Yeah, I think I'm... I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm desperately looking for it, but there was a conversation on there that I... Um, you're definitely right. Um, yeah. There's not a question in there. I think we've answered the question. Yeah. Okay. So, although I have noticed that there is a, a Johnny William Everton who's liked a picture of Sunny Blue Low Everton on there. So maybe there's a relative. And there was a Mrs. Falston uh, who was there. So, you know, we're, 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 we're being followed by not quite the stars, but the, um, uh, the, 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 the family of the stars at least. So there you go. Pleasure to have them all on board. Branching out. The web, the web, the web grows, casting <laughs> the net out further and further. Bring it on! Absolutely, absolutely right. Enjoy talkie, not talkie. Ugh. Enjoy Truro, Truro. <laughs> and talkie as well. If you're going there, you might bump into Gary Johnson in a harvester, like. <laughs> and his mate Aaron Downs as well. Always forget him. Yeah, he was there too. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Ta-da. Cheers, fellas. Ta-ra. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! 